Welcome to the Fearlessly Inspired Podcast. We are two military veterans ready to lead, empower, and inspire women in all areas of life. We are proof that your past doesn't have to define you and your circumstances don't have to hold you back. We are your hosts, Courtney and Barbara. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, listeners. We're so excited to have you back with us today. And if this is your first time, welcome to the show. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about finding your tribe. So Barbara, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you define tribe? Well, you know, honestly, Courtney, I think the first thing to say is, you know, I think we all think of a tribe differently. And, you know, for me personally, I think, you know, how I define my tribe today and how I define my tribe, you know, even two years ago is very different. And so, um, but, you know, in my tribe, you know, I've learned that I need certain people in there. And right now, especially because, you know, I'm launching, you know, my new entrepreneurship and stuff like that, I need that person who, and, you know, we talked about this, who is my hater, who's there to be my devil's advocate, um, and not necessarily, you know, that person who's going to crush my dreams, but who's always going to kind of be my conscience. And so the other one is, you know, having a great mentor in my life because, at the end of the day, this is a new, you know, adventure for me. And so having that person who's going to keep me on track and not veer me, you know, different directions is so important. And then, you know, somebody who I can still have a friendship with and cry with and, you know, because any business that you start, there's rough times and you're going to have to cry. And so, you know, obviously you're my you kind of fill that role in, you know, so many different ways. You can be a little bit of each of them, but, you know, I do have some specific people as well. And so that I kind of look at that as, you know, just having a real diverse group of people who kind of have a common goal for you. No, absolutely. And, you know, you know, and I, I, and when she says hater, I don't think she, you know, I don't think you mean like somebody that is like, the downer of all your dreams and goals. Oh, for sure. Because, yeah. you know, the hater, you know, and obviously, you know, me and Barbara are both haters to each other, just meaning like, hey, let's play devil's advocate here. Let's, you know, let's work through this. You know, maybe that's not a good deal, a good idea. Maybe you're rolling down the wrong avenue here, or you're jumping in first thing, you're jumping in head first into something that we haven't really given a lot of thought to. And, you know, you guys both know that me and Barbara are are multi-passionate entrepreneurs. So our hands are always in a million different things. So sometimes we have to be like, okay, what's the priority here? And so I think that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about devil's advocate, the hater. Um, And I think we must've watched, we listened to the same podcast because (laughs) this was in in the work party podcast. And so, um, I really liked how she did that, but no, I think you're right. You definitely need a mentor, you know, and it's weird because I think we had this conversation like a month ago and I was like, Oh, do you have a mentor or who's your mentor? And, um, you know, I discovered who mine was, you know, I, you know, I have a coach and, you know, somebody that I follow and, um, but, you know, thinking about it, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about like mentor military wise and, any mentor that I had in the military was always a male, right? Which is super weird, right? Um, I mean, you know, even now, me, my mentor is a male, 
you know, but he has no idea. Like I wouldn't go to him for what I'm going into my new adventure for. So really finding that person that can help me now is, you know, I'm still kind of seeking it in a sense, you know. And that's funny that you said that because your mentor, you can have different mentors for different parts of your business and part, different parts of your life. You might have a mentor for your personal life and just to help you through relationships and personal stuff, but then you might have a different mentor for different parts of your entrepreneurship, you know, your, your, your virtual, you know, interior design business might have a different mentor, you know, fitness, health and fitness might have a different mentor, you know, my speaking has a different mentor, you know, so I think that's important for you, everybody, our listeners to know is that you just don't need one mentor, you just don't need one hater, you just don't need one person to cry, cry on their shoulder and let them know their personal stuff. Well, and I also think that, you know, if you just kind of think over time, each one of those mentors has helped you get to where you are today. And so, you know, as you, you know, you, especially leaving the military, you've had a certain type of mentor all this time. And, you know, I've experienced that, but then, you know, I moved on. And so when I went into project management, I never thought I'd be a project manager. Mm -hmm. Until my boss, you know, after I got out of the military was like, hey, this is like, you're good at this, you know, do this. And I've been doing it for 13 years with not even thinking about it. And so, you know, I I think it's great. You just, you know, and you never knew, you never know who's going to be your next, you know, mentor. It just kind of happens sometimes. Kind of like you don't know who's really going to end up being in your tribe, right? Very true. Very true. Oh. Um, so Courtney, you know, as we talk about these things, what is some of the criteria that you used in the past to build your tribe? Because obviously it's not the same as today. So what is, what is that criteria or what were you looking for in a tribe as a young adult versus today? Well, I mean, you, most of you guys know that I've been in the military 20 years. So, you know, my adult life has, my young adult life has transferred into my now life until just recently. But I think, you know, being in the military, you mostly have military friends. And so it's easy to have shared interests and not shared interests, but shared experiences and, and interests per se. Um, you know, so I think, you know, you always look for somebody that has a shared experience with you or shared interest. Um, you know, just like-minded people. Um, and, you know, I think that's, that's really the only couple things that I can think of like off the bat is because, you know, it's just so hard to find friends that are, it's, it's hard to find friends in the military because honestly, you know, you, you leave every three years or every four years or every two years, you change duty stations and you kind of have to start over. Um, and I know a little, I know, I'm sure some of our listeners are either, either military or military brats. So they know what it feels like to have to find new friends every year. And, you know, I will say that the difference between the military and maybe civilian life is that, you know, we are, we have friends that, although even like me and you, you know, we live in different States right now, but, and we've known each other, what, 15 years or something but we've always remained in contact. So, I mean, we're friends still in, and so that's a little, that's a little, I would just say that's different for me is, is that, um, you know, the military just makes you have to change up that tribe a little bit. And I think you have the tribe that's local to you, like physical to you. And you have the tribe that's, you know, all around the world, military friends. (laughs) 
No, I, I agree. And, you know, I, I would tell you even, you know, cause now I'm a civilian, right. You know, I, I understand the military side, but even as a civilian, like, I don't know if I just still have the the military mentality when it comes to friendships, but all my friends, like all my really close friends and tribe folks are really distant from me. I mean, you know, three hours, I mean, you're 15 hours or something ridiculous, you know, it's crazy. And so, you know, I've just learned that for me personally, it doesn't matter where you're located. I mean, especially with technology today. Oh yeah. And I mean, for God's sake, you know, me going into a virtual business is just crazy anyway. So, but, but that's just any, I mean, you know, network marketing in general, I mean, you're virtual most of the time. So you're dealing with people from all over the place. So having a tribe makes sense that would be, you know, not necessarily near you either, but, you know, for me personally, I think the, the criteria that I used to use when I was younger and less experienced was, you know, who is my yes man? You know, who's going to be in my corner and, you know, they're going to tell me, oh yeah, that's a great idea because that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Where now I'm completely opposite. I need somebody who's going to tell me, hey, um, you need to rethink that, right. you know, or maybe, you know, you need to take a different approach or, and, um, you know, I think you, when I was younger, I thought, oh man, I need to be the smartest person in my tribe mm -hmm. where today I'm like, no, I need to be like the least smartest person in my tribe so I can continue to learn and grow. But, you know, I think, you know, we had this conversation already, but you know, it's funny because we're out there looking for that person who can be our mentor or, you know, better us in our tribe. But we have to remember that there's people like us looking for people like us. Right. And so, you know, because they need that other person in their tribe too. And so it's, it's like this intertwining, you know, circle of people. Um, and, you know, it's funny because I was reading the, a book um, I'm, that I'm reading and um, it, it basically says, you know, friends are people who will ask or acquaintance are people who will ask you, um, you know, oh, hey, how old is your kids now? Or, hey, you remember this person we used to talk about? And then it's like, okay, well, have a nice day. Talk to you later. Where it's like, you know, friends like you and I, we're, we just talk and ramble and, you know, whatever. And then before you know it, we're three hours into a conversation and we never once asked, you know, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just, you know, deeper conversations that make sense and, you know, personal conversations. Because we have people in our lives that, we just don't have those type of conversations with, you right. know, they're there every day. Yeah. And you know what? And I think some people in, you know, maybe a lot of people have, have that person in their tribe. That's the uncomplicated one. The one, you know, that maybe just is like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. And they just have uncomplicated conversations and, you know, like they don't have to dive deep, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know, our conversations get really deep and, you know, and we are very vulnerable with each other and being vulnerable is uncomfortable for some people. And so having a friendship that's simple and uncomplicated may be what some people need, you know, um, until they're at a point in their life where they're ready to grow into somebody, somebody else, you know, who they're supposed to be. You know, right. there's, you know, I think there's a purpose for everyone, but, you know, until we're ready to grow into the person we're meant to be, sometimes those uncomplicated friendships are what we need in the moment. 
and, and not for nothing. Sometimes it's just something you need because everything else around you is so complicated. And, you know, we talk about having our hater and our mentor and we talk about, you know, having that person we cry with. Well, sometimes you just don't want to do any of that. Yeah. And it's just, you need that simple life of, Hey, let's just go sit in the sun and not say anything, you know, yeah. or just have an uncomplicated day. <laughs> complicated day Barbara let's not talk about anything yeah Yeah. I'm not sure that that will work with you and I but we'll try it someday when you live closer to me right so Barbara what do you look for now in those friendships or in those tribe members you know honestly it's complete opposite for me now Courtney um the I look for very diverse people Um, And, you know, I kind of touched on it a little bit, but, you know, I look for somebody who's not my yes man. I look for somebody who's very authentic, who's going to give me an honest opinion and not just something I want to hear or say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I have somebody in the back of my mind who, you know, we've been very close for a really long time. And, you know, it's, it's been a rough road because, you know, we've went from being the yes people to, you know, I turned a corner and I was like, well, we can't always say yes. Mm -hmm. You know, let's be honest with each other. And then, you know, that friendship kind of broke up a little bit. And then I think over time, now we're back to a place where we need to be authentic. And, you know, she calls me out on my stuff and I call her out on her stuff. But, you know, I think that there are people that will remain in your life. And as each of you grow, you know, you'd cut those corners and turns but at the end of the day you know for me I don't I don't look for somebody who's going to be my yes man anymore I need somebody who's going to be as freaking authentic as possible if anything right so and I agree with that you know what I mean like not only like authentic in you know telling you what you need to hear but I I'm I definitely look for somebody who's authentic with who they are you know what I mean like they can be, they're not fake. They're honest. They're, they're able to be vulnerable and show who they truly are. Because at the end of the day, you know, we can see through fake and inauthentic people. And, you know, I don't need the hybrid, the highlight reel of your life. I need the real life. You know what I mean? Like the real perfect person. That's who I want in my, in my tribe. Um, I don't want it to be fake and all smoke and mirrors. You know, I want it to be real, you know, like I want that work in progress person. Yeah, because I'm a work in progress. And so that's what I need is somebody that I, that is like-minded. And, you know, I also like somebody that's driven and goal oriented, you know, um, because I'm driven and goal oriented with a splash of procrastination, but I'm driven and goal oriented, you know, like I know what I want and I'm going to, I'm ready to go get it. And, you know, and I think some, and I think, and we didn't talk about this before, but I think that you want people in your tribe who are going to clap for you and support you and push you to accomplish your goals and dreams as almost like they're, as if they're theirs and you should be doing that to them. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I know we did kind of touch on this and, and we kind of were joking about it, but you know, you made the comment, if you really want to know who's in your support corner and who's going to be your cheerleader, you know, join a network marketing company. <laughs> and so, and, you know, and we said it jokingly, but it's so true. It is true because, you know, like you, I think people in business and you network marketers out there can say that, can 
can, you know, vouch for this is that when you join a network marketing company, you think your friends and family are the first people that are going to support you and be like, yes, you can do this. When in fact, they're your first haters. They're like, oh, this is so, this is such a pyramid scheme. This is dumb. Like give her, give her two weeks and she'll be done. You know what I mean? Like, so if you want to know who's loyal in your family and who's loyal in your tribe, just join a network marketing company. Absolutely. That's the sad truth of it. You know, and there's, you know, let's, let's caveat that with like, there's nothing wrong with a network marketing company. It is hard work. You know, it takes, you know, a special person and absolutely to, to do it, you know, and you know, some companies like we can, you know, some companies are giving you bad, bad guidance and bad mentorship. And then they're the ones that are jumping in your inbox and you're given the eye roll because they're like, Hey girl, you know, <laughs> right. and you know, just speaking on that, you know, and I know that you know, you and I have had this conversation on multiple levels, um, in multiple occasions is, you know, I, what I, you know, often see with a lot of network marketing companies is that, you know, they become each other's tribes, you know, that they surround themselves by just other people within that network marketing company. And, you know, for you and I, we have done the complete opposite. You know, we found like that one or two people within that network marketing company that is in our tribe, but in order to grow and just learn from everyone else's experiences and other network marketing companies, you need to have those people in your tribe, you know, and not all tribes, you know, each one of your, you could have multiple tribes, you know, like we, we, we kind of mentioned we, is like, you can have a tribe for life and you can have a tribe for business and, you well, know, and in business in general, you may have a couple, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what you're trying to venture down. So, um, Absolutely. I, I just, I just wanted to kind of point that out that, you know, if you are in a network marketing company, don't feel like you only can circulate with those people, like go outside of it because there's so much growth out there to be had. And that, that, that includes networking with other companies and, you know, other entrepreneurs, even right, either, even like non-traditional um, entrepreneurs, you know, like people that are own brick and mortar companies who are in different types of sales. You know what I mean? Like if you're in business and you want to expand and you want to grow, you need to surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do. And I think, I, I think that's the simple thing. And it doesn't have to be in your company. Like think out the box people, like think out of the box. And if you want to grow and you want to do big things, then you got to follow people that do big things. And it doesn't need to be in your company. Absolutely. I mean, this week alone and next week, you know, I'm in the vendor um, expo with people. I have no idea who they are. And they're just different vendors and different, you know, entrepreneurs out there who are really trying to grow their businesses. And we just all came together and, you know, we're doing this virtual expo together. It's, it's, it's awesome. Right. That's cool. So, um, you know, when we talk about finding your tribe, you know, we probably all can look back and talk about first impressions and maybe the first impression on how you met some of the people that are closest to you. And so I think that, you know, you shouldn't, for one, like when you're finding somebody, like when you're, um, and it's not like an interview process, right? But I think we should always be open to having new people in our tribe, right? And so if we look back at it, 
you know, we probably, you know, your first impression of me and my first impression of you may not have been that of like, oh my God, she's my person. I'm going to like be best friends with her for life. You know what I mean? So first impressions are not the end all be all to (laughs) finding a tribe member, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I just, it's funny because I think I, you know, ever since we were talking about this, I was like, man, the first time I met Courtney and obviously, you know, I knew you, you know, way before, you know, our first like real connection as a friend. And I'm like, had I just used that past and, you know, first impression, you know, we probably wouldn't be here today. And so, um, you know, I definitely wouldn't use first impressions. And again, you know, I mean, you think about the two friends you have today, you're, you know, your two besties. Mm-hmm. I mean, never in a million years would you think that 15, 20 years later, you're friends with us. So I definitely agree that first impressions don't, you know, always mean something. So not, so we're, when we're talking about first impressions, you know, you know, give somebody more than one chance, you know, I think if you continue, if there was something that makes you go back and something that makes you you know, continue a conversation or can maybe you have to interact with that person, you know, give, give people more than one chance because, you know, one, you never know what somebody's going through and two, you know, you know, first impressions, you know, you never know, like Barbara probably heard something about me or got this feeling about me just from seeing me around. So, you know, just give it a chance guys and gals, like, um, don't let first impressions be the end all be all because you might miss out on some really amazing lifelong friendships. (laughs) So Courtney, um, you know, as I think, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but you know, as you're expanding your tribe, you know, how is it that you, um, you know, obviously you're not in a position quite yet to, you know, do the hiring and firing, but like, how, how does that, how would you see that kind of play out, you know, with people within your tribe? So, you know, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of our listeners are probably thinking, well, like, you know, I'm looking at my current tribe and my current tribe probably has some people that, you know, are negative Nancy's or never have anything positive to say. They never clap when I succeed. And I'm pretty sure those people are one, either family or they're people that um, have a spot at your table because of longevity and history, right? Um, It's probably been friends since first grade or high school or whatever. And so those people, um, you know, maybe they're not right for your tribe right now, but you just don't have it in you to kind of like fire them, right? And family, you know, that's really hard to fire. (laughs) So I would say like expand your tribe, you know, like create more than one circle, you know, like you mentioned before, like create specific circles in your tribe. And, you know, those circles can grow and they can grow in areas and situations that you want them to grow. Whereas I think like people, and we can kind of talk about negative people here for a second, is that those negative people are organically going to fall off. They're going to fall off because you're growing to a point where you guys no longer have something in common or you're, or, or you just set boundaries and, and, you know, you give space to those relationships because they no longer are are helping you grow or, or giving you joy. Um, you know, I've had to do that in the past. You know what I mean? I held on to relationships that were, were there because of history and, you know, we had nothing in common. Like, 
and then it just became like you know kind of like a forced relationship almost but just kind of negative and you know I didn't let it go organically I kind of put some boundaries up and those boundaries kind of organically just grew and to the point where you know they're not really part of my tribe anymore and and that's okay because some people are some people want to grow and some people don't and some people you're just going to grow past and grow out of just like clothes or you know clothes you sometimes grow out of shoes <laughs> or clothes oh, you don't grow out of people and and you know Courtney because you know obviously we do devil's advocate all the time you know one thing that I would say about negative people you know sometimes you need that negative person in your tribe because it gives you a different perspective um, you know, even though, yes, they're the naysayer all the time, um, it, it's almost good to kind of have them, it's, you know, you know how they use the term, you know, keep your enemies closer or whatever that term might be. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's almost like keeping that person kind of within, you know, fingers distance so that you can kind of hear some of the things that they say, because one, it gives, you know, it might make you think just a little bit. Not that you're second guessing yourself, but, you know, something that they might say may give you a different perspective. Like, well, you know, maybe I just need to change this, but you have to be very careful when you're doing those things. Right. I mean, cause you don't want to always listen to negative Nancy and change your mind because negative Nancy, I'm just saying that sometimes it's good to kind of have them there because you're always thinking one direction sometimes. And not you specific, but, you know, just all of us, sometimes we have this one, we're so goal oriented that we just want to go and we want to get to the other side that that negative Nancy or that person in our life might say something that's like, oh, wait, hold on. I really need to think about this. And so, you know, I'm not telling you to, we are not telling you to get rid of every negative person in your life because you need them. You right. know, just like we said in the beginning, you need those people who are naysayers and, you know, who are going to second guess you because it keeps you on your toes. Right. And I think, you know, I, you know, just thinking about, you know, or looking around at people, you know, I think there are people that are just negative, like they're negative, 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 but there are people that you also need who are that devil's advocate or who mm -hmm. are going to give you that sec, that other perspective that you can just sit back and look at. And so, so yeah, I mean, you know, we don't want you to be, surround yourself with a bunch of negative people, but we do want you to, to know that finding your tribe is critical. You know what I mean? And as you grow, your tribe will grow, people will organically fall off or people will organically grow into something more. Your relationship, your friendships will grow. Um, and, you know, it's just critical for your growth, you know, in your personal life and in your professional life, your business, you know, if you want to grow, you got to have a, a tribe that's growing with you. Absolutely. Well, um, let me just say, you know, in closing that, you know, we really thank you guys um, for listening. This one was a little bit longer, but Courtney and I have really been passionate about, you know, finding tribes and who, you know, who really needs to be in our circles and, you know, so forth. So we, we do appreciate everyone listening and, you know, we hope you find some value from this podcast today. And of course, if you know somebody that may need to hear the message, you know, we really want you to share it with them. Also, we hope you that we hope that you'll join us for our next podcast and don't forget to follow us on our um, Facebook.